Welcome to the Fitness Candor Podcast. Your host, Eric Feigl, will be bringing you the truth about exercise and the fitness industry. You'll hear from fitness professionals, exercise science professors and researchers, fitness industry entrepreneurs and leaders, as well as people who simply love to talk shop. Stick around after the show to learn how you can get your topic in an upcoming episode. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Fitness Candor Podcast. I, as always, am your host, Eric Feigl, and I'm joined again today by registered dietitian, good friend, colleague, uh, Kristen DeAngelis, and we're going to talk a little bit of shop about how to meal prep, the who's, the what's, the do's, the don'ts, the why's, and um, hopefully a little bit of information on how to make that process streamlined and simplified for your life, because I truly believe that uh, meal prep is maybe the number one thing for your overall success when it comes to to eating healthy and living that kind of lifestyle. So Kristen, thanks for joining us again. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show. Definitely. So you and I have discussed a lot about, about food in general, obviously. And <laughs> one thing that that always comes up is why meal prep is so important. And I thought this would be a good opportunity for us to share with everybody maybe a little bit about why it's so important, how to get started, because meal prep, I think, is kind of a daunting task to people. It's so easy to stop by somewhere, oh my grab God. something to eat, know. you know, and, and, and it was kind of yep. like that for me, too. You know, I, I thought I was, I was doing good by picking up Chipotle and, you know, in, in a rush and in a pinch, that might be okay. But for overall success, for when you come home, um, well, heck, even when you go to work and, and you don't want to have to pick out of a vending machine, meal prep can be right there for you. And it's an easy solution to that. And, um, you know, one thing maybe we can talk about, too, is is why people with families, why it might be even more important for them to get the family involved also, because I think that's also something that people struggle with. So um, give us some of your thoughts on meal prep, uh, maybe how you do it and why it's important or how you get people started with it. Yeah, definitely. So um, first off, I, I will say that I love that you've been posting um, all your food prep and meal prep on your social media because it really gives um, people an idea of, of, you know, how much it actually looks like when you're making something at once. But actually the prep part of it isn't a whole lot. If you have knife skills, and that's where I think is really step one when it comes to meal prep is getting down a knife skill of, as far as can you chop um, and can you put something on a baking pan or in a crock pot? And if you can chop, then you're good. Like that's, that is the key <laughs> to, uh, to meal prep because it's going to make everything so much quicker and easier. And uh, just from, you know, Eric and I are in Cincinnati and uh, I do uh, some cooking workshops and things like that, but there's, you know, it's in different, places that show you knife skills, knife chopping skills, like Sir Tob and some of these places. So if you're kind of unfamiliar in the kitchen with how to like chop a sweet potato and do it really quickly, like for me, it takes a matter of less than 30 seconds. But for my fiance, Dan, it's like, you know, this whole process. <laughs> and it can be kind of scary, like watching him do that. So that's, I think, like tip, <laughs> tip number one, right off the bat is, um, you know, how can you create a space? Uh, that is going to be most time efficient 
for you to basically just get a bunch of stuff chopped up because it then um, comes that meal prep section. So of, of really, whether it's putting it in the oven, where I call it roasting vegetables, and people are like, what are roasting vegetables? It, it just means that they're baked in an oven. The word roast just means baking, right? So baked vegetables, right. easy. Um, putting things in a crock pot. So there, oh, I want to bring up like a few different uh, kitchen tools and strategies. So the first step, though, is how to set up your, your little kind of chopping environment. And so making sure that you, you know, you have all of your stuff ready to go, a big chopping board, a great uh, chef's knife, and your, uh, your trash or your garbage like right by your side so that you can chop yep. up any stems or any seeds so that you don't have to keep kind of walking through um, some different things that you're doing. If you are following a recipe, which my biggest thing with, uh, with cooking is it's not a science. It's really what you want it to be. And the basics are olive oil, salt, and pepper. If you want, yeah. and herbs and spices. So like, but if you're following a recipe at all and say it has paprika and cumin, right? There's like two spices in it. There's not a ton, um, but keep those out. Like get everything that you're gonna use out so that you're not like shuffling through what does the recipe say and you're shuffling through, um, you know, doors and cabinets. Just have everything good to go. So like if I'm gonna do a crock pot meal, I'll literally get out you know, two cans of beans, two cans of tomatoes, and then I'll just pull out all my produce, all the peppers um, and onions that I'm going to cook. So step one is just getting that all set up and so that you're right next to um, the sink and whatnot. And then also, then step two is, you know, you have everything set up, but how are you going to do it in a time-efficient manner? So um, once you get down this idea of meal prep, and again, I like that you said it, it was kind of like daunting because it's really not daunting if you're putting like eggs in water like boiling <laughs> eggs like right. that's meal prep it's really just a matter of like throwing things together and doing something at the same time so like for me meal prep for me might mean okay I have to take a shower well what can I do while I'm showering I'll tell you right now it, it meant how can I be efficient with my time I had literally like 20 minutes by the time I got home from training with you. I had to shower, eat breakfast, and be back because I was um, talking to a client. And so I put a sweet potato in the microwave. I wrapped it in um, uh, some paper towel. And then while I was doing that, I put on the, the oven, got out my eggs. I put them in some, um, some water. And then I just set the water to boil. And it's been three minutes since the potato's been in the uh, microwave. So now it's kind of soft, so I wrap it in aluminum foil and put it in the oven. So now that while I'm in the shower, my eggs are boiling and my sweet potato is going to be ready to go, that I can just put them in a to-go container as I'm like literally out the door. So, so these kinds of things, like it doesn't need to be uh, brain science. It's just a matter of how can we make the most of our time. And so um, if I'm giving that example of, okay, I'm going to do a, like a really big, big batch of, of turkey chili. And I think like chili is something that we think of it during the winter, but man, I love that stuff all year round and it's great cold. Like I don't care what anyone says. I like my cold chili and I'm like not going to shame about it. And I, uh, I always <laughs> do that. Yeah. There's so much you can do with it. Right. Um, so I, but in that example, how can we be efficient with our time of, okay, we have to, saute the um the beef or the turkey before we put it in so you know start with your onion and 
and uh, and beef on the on the saute pan. And while you're doing that, wash some peppers, chop them up, um, throw in your throw in everything else, so that by the time you're done with your um, beef and onion, you can throw that in. So it's it's really about like doing things at the same time that something else is on the stovetop. Same thing. Like if you're you know making um, a chicken stir fry on the stovetop, but you want some potatoes to go with it. Like these are common sense things, but I think people forget of what is the order of something that I do to make sure that it all comes out at the same time or so that I can get, you know, three meals. You know, I'll make three meals that will actually last me over the course of a whole week. um, But it takes me less than an hour to do at one time. So you know, that's kind of step two, like, how can I make sure that I'm being most efficient with my time and doing things that, you know, at the same time to use in different, in different meals. So, so while you have like a crock pot going, um, and you had say that beef and onion that you're making on the stove top, say you just make double the beef and, um, and actually to bulk up on the quote unquote beef mixture, Throw in some uh, chopped mushrooms because you're going to get like that much more volume out of stuff, but it won't be as much of the, uh, you know, quote unquote meat. You're getting actually some some good fiber in there too. Um, and then what I'll do is I'll use half of that saute pan in the crock pot, and then the other half, half I'll throw whatever I was just chopping up and throw it into the saute pan. So now I have two meals out of basically like the same components that I was just doing. So that's one thing, just like being efficient with it. And and, that, and while that's going, you know, we're putting in, we're wrapping up sweet potatoes with aluminum foil and putting them in the oven. Like there's no quote unquote prep there. It's just a matter of washing and wrapping something up. If you want to go that extra step, then, you know, chop up your sweet potato and sprinkle on um, some cinnamon and, and salt and pepper or maybe like some different herbs um, and putting that on a uh, pan lined with aluminum foil uh, just because that's going to make cleanup easier, right? So especially for families thinking about cleanup, um, you know, lining pans with aluminum foil, using, they have these crock pot liners for your crock pot, which are so easy. You don't have to clean the crock pot. Um, Those are things to, to think about of how can I eliminate cleanup? How can I eliminate, you know, um, just an extra step for me because all those little steps add up and that's what makes the word meal prep seem so daunting. But really it's just a matter of kind of getting into the routine of how do I maneuver around my kitchen and um, make the most of my time. So those are, those are a few things that, um, yeah, that I like, I don't know any, any comments. I just kind of went on a rant there. Meal prep is definitely one of my uh, favorite things. (laughs) Well, I mean, just because it makes life so much easier, you know? It, it really does. No, no, you hit on a lot of good points. And I kind of want to cycle back because, you know, when you were talking about how you set up your kitchen, it's kind of like I do mine. We're fortunate enough to have a small island in the middle. So now this is Oh, this God. Is I, from- I don't, by the way. Like, and my kitchen <laughs> is the most horribly engineered kitchen ever. So for anyone that's complaining that's listening on this show, like, I guarantee you it's better than my setup. So yeah, it's, and, <laughs> if you, know, if you get, have an island, you're in good hands. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, right away. You're like it's so much easier to navigate your kitchen, and, and you know we probably have a lot more uh, space than we we actually need for for cooking. But when it comes down to it, like you know that extra space really helps. But a couple things now, when you first get started, at least when I first got started, I thought I had to be super 
intricate about the meals I was prepping about. Oh my God. Yeah. Know, like yeah. I, I have so many cookbooks. I want to make new meals for my wife and I for like all the time. And it's just like all this different <laughs> stuff. And what, what we realized is after a few, after probably a few months, we realized that we started eating the same foods over and over and over. So then we started thinking, okay, yeah. what other kind of meals can we make out of like spaghetti squash, acorn squash, um, beef, mm -hmm. uh, steaks. So like these things that were staples in, in our meals, we already knew that we were going to keep using those. So now it came down to how can I simplify the meals, but still make them something that we're looking forward to. So a lot of things that we, that I tend to focus on since I do a majority of the cooking right now is I try to cook with, um, a lot of the vegetables that are in season. So, you know, if it's during mm -hmm. the summer, you have tons of things to choose from, but a lot of things that we like to stick to in terms of vegetables is we get those two giant two pound frozen bags of vegetables. And I just saute those down while I'm chopping up other vegetables for other dishes uh, with a little bit of coconut oil on low heat, salt, pepper done. I put that aside 15 minutes later, I've got nice soft vegetables. I do a few batches of those. I put them in containers that are already set out by the way. Um, so I know yeah. where all of this stuff goes. So I'm again, going back to that efficiency, I'm extremely efficient with how I move things to containers. So I'm ready to get something else on, on the, on the stove or the grill. So one thing that we like to use for, um, for meat options is a service called butcher box. Now I know some people might not have the luxury of using, you know, we're like the dink, we're dual income, you know, no kids. That's great for us. So if you can get your hands on some very clean meats, that's step number one. But choose meats that are going to give you some variety, not just like turkey all the time or grilled chicken all the time. We use different kinds yeah. of cuts of yep. beef, different kinds of steak, yep. different kinds of burger, uh, ground turkey, whole turkey. There's bison, there's venison. Be creative with it because you can make the same meals with different, um, different meats and they taste completely different. So be creative with that kind of thing. That's one big thing that I've started doing. And then I started using something, I got really, really familiar with, uh, using different spices and, uh, besides yeah, salt and pepper, which if you can, if you can really nail the science down to your tastes with salt and pepper, you're already ahead of the game. Salt and pepper goes such a long way with just like a little bit of salt and pepper on a steak or a burger. That's massive. But we use something called primal palate. And no, this isn't like a plug. They're not paying me to say this. We actually use this stuff. I wish they were paying me to say this, but they're not. Um, primal palate makes a bunch of really clean, uh, tasty, easy to use on almost every single meal uh spices and there's different kind of rubs we use the barbecue rub the adobe seasoning which is really good for uh different kinds of vegetables or grilled meats and then we use something called the meat and potato seasoning that have a, has a bunch of different kind of ingredients in it and so when you get used to using that over all of your meats and your vegetables and maybe some side dishes like brussels sprouts uh roasted carrots mm -hmm. things like that it makes such a world of difference because then you open up your palate to so much more because you don't have mm -hmm. to only have grilled vegetables and grilled chicken for every single meal. Um, and I'll tell you exactly, exactly how, exactly how uh, Melissa and I do this. I know for a fact that I'm going to cook at least one steak. I know we're going to have ground beef and I know we're going to do some grilled chicken. Okay. So those are our three main go-tos. Every once in a while we'll get some pork um, and we always have a crock pot dish ready to go. So during the summer, cause it is summer right now, 
I know I'm going to throw the steak on the grill with the, the grilled chicken. So I get that stuff prepped. I get it thawed out. I let it hit room temperature. I spice it up. I set my grill. I set a timer. That stuff's on the grill for, you know, however long I need it to be on. In the meantime, I'm inside getting my crock pot ready, fill it up with water, throw my meat and veggies in, and then set it aside for six to eight hours, and I'm done. That's it. And then the entire time, mm -hmm. my mixed bag of vegetables is already cooking, and, yep. you know, I, I've got that set aside. And typically, you know, I'll do like roasted sweet potato or something like that. I think the thing that makes is the most time consuming is usually the breakfast um, – I guess like it's basically an egg bake where it calls for like 12 eggs, a couple sweet potatoes, some spinach or something, you know, some kind of leafy green. And then I'm mixing all that down. I'm cooking the uh, sweet potatoes, but you know, that's, that's somebody who's been meal prepping for a long time. I've got it pretty much down to a science and those meats usually never change week to week. But for us, that works. A lot of people like always ask, well, I can't believe you eat the same thing every lunch, dinner, and, and breakfast. It's like, you know what, though? For us, it's always good food. It's always seasoned differently. We use different mixed vegetables, uh, like you said. And, and we know that when we get home from work, it's already there. Like that's right. the whole point. You're setting yourself up for success. So you're either going to find things that, you're, that you like that you know you're going to want to eat or you're gonna go back to your, you know, your old ways and pick something else up. But for us, this works perfectly. You know, we're we we like the way we have it. We we both know we like potatoes. We both know we like these mixed vegetables. You know, we check those off the list every single week. And then it's a matter of, hey, you know, what kind of what are we gonna do with this this uh, burger this week? Are we doing a meatloaf or are we doing burgers on the grill? You know, so it's it's things like that that really make a big difference. I think. Yeah, and I would suggest too, because um, the Spices are awesome, um, but also like a lot of people forget how flavorful herbs are too. Like yeah. parsley, cilantro, basil, mint. Um, doing those are amazing. Um, and usually people say like, oh, they like go bad. Just use them up because you can throw them literally like in anything. And there's so much amazing antioxidant potential in all of that. Um, and yeah. the other thing too, like we've been talking a lot about um, some different cuts of. Um, of meat and, and of different protein sources, um, but also for those that include grains in their diet or beans and legumes, um, like making a huge bean salad so easy, it lasts the whole week and it's literally a rinse off the beans, dump it into a container if you wanna add some veggies, but you could add that to a salad or even I like having that as a snack because it's very, very filling because it's got um, a lot of fiber and it has the protein in it. Um, and then also something I love doing is I just keep quinoa, like literally just, or, or you could do brown rice or a different grain of your choice um, and keep that on hand and just throw, I mean, my go-to is, my go-to meals are usually four ingredients. So like I'll always have a, a cooked grain, um, cooked quinoa in the fridge because I can throw it into that, those steamed vegetables, into uh, my mixed roasted vegetables, um, mix it into, uh, you know, if I have some leftover grilled chicken, um, or even just as like a, a grain breakfast and doing quinoa with some, like a chopped up an, an apple with almonds and a drizzle of, uh, of balsamic vinegar. It's like the easiest thing to do. And, um, and it's so delicious. So that also, uh, works really well. Um, just keeping in mind some of the other like 
plant, there's plant-based proteins, um, the grains, beans, those also store pretty well in the fridge, um, especially over the week time. So um, yep. that's another idea too um, for some people that want to include some of those options. Yeah, good call. So have you encountered people who you, who you try to, um, you know, the, I guess like show the light to of, of the way of, of meal prep? Do you encounter people saying, well, I have a family of five and they don't like the same things that I do or I don't have the time? What kind of tips can you give people who, who find uh, the time constraint of like a couple hours on a Sunday morning too much for, for, food, for meal prep? Yeah, I think like there's a couple things here. Um, and that's, that's really like making it a non-negotiable in your life, I think is just what's so important. Like it's more so about what do we think it is? What's the perception and what's the reality? The perception is it's going to take four hours. The reality is if you have one hour to do something, just one hour, um, it will make a world of a difference in your, in your life for that, for that week. And even if it's the same three meals that you keep making, even if it's just, you make a breakfast, you know, a, a, an egg, egg with some veggies in it and throw it in the oven, or even if it's just some, you know, vegetables thrown into the oven, that in itself, even if you just have one hour, whatever you can kind of find. Um, but, but I would also say too, like I have some clients that use, um, different meal planning services that for them, it, it makes it, it takes the stress out of trying to think about, well, what should I meal prep and what should I get at the store? Um, if they're still trying to get into that habit of like, where do I even start? Um, so that's what I wanted to bring up, Eric, a, a couple, um, this actually new service that I've uh, been working on and I'm really excited because it is, it's just, getting started and I create the meal plans for it for busy families, especially right exactly targeted for this clientele that have a family and have kids that might be picky eaters. So um, it's called simple, simple meals. And the idea of it is to be able to help you with meal prep and integrate uh, parts of the meal together throughout the week. So if you make, you know, grilled chicken and grilled sweet potatoes on Monday, why not just chop it up and throw it into a salad on, on Wednesday? Or if your kids don't like that, um, then having then there's some other options as, as how you can make that more of like a kid friendly meal. Um, so that's something that maybe we could link into the show notes after if, if anyone is interested in that service, as yep. far as, you know, what, what would be, um, a weekly meal plan, um, that has even the shopping list included. It's a great service. It's very user-friendly. Um, so we are looking for feedback. We're kind of in the beta testing mode right now, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go um, out to our much larger public audiences soon. But anyone, as long as they have the link, can check it out. Um, but that would be kind of one thing. Even if it's not simple meals, there's other meal services out there that might help uh, for those that are, you know, struggling with that with just getting started especially with like a larger family um and even also with like a larger family they don't have a ton of time so take out the chopping from it right get pre-chopped cauliflower pre-chopped broccoli uh get some of these things that you don't have to necessarily go through the you know five minutes of chopping so if that's going to save you time um and i think the most important thing is just come back to the why like ask yourself 
um, what would my week look like if I came home and I was tired and stressed and didn't want to make food? Like, what would my week look like if I had, you know, a warm crock pot waiting when I got home? Oh, I probably, you know, wouldn't start snacking on the cheeses while I'm waiting for my other food to make, or I wouldn't go through the drive through because I know something is, is there for me. So kind of, you know, think about what, what does your life look like and is that important to you? I, I think that's just really like what we have to um, continue to, to have people think about. I think so too. And one thing I'd like to add to that, and maybe this isn't feasible for a lot of people, but getting your family involved in the cooking and the choices that are being made is also super important. So mm-hmm. if it's not, if it's not just you, if it's saying, you know, if you have, let's make it really easy. You have two children and a husband or a wife, you can say, Hey, I need three meal ideas. And each of you can pick from this list and, you know, give them three choices a piece. And then, you know, if they're, and if, and if you can stop it right there, great. Everybody has their own meal. They picked out. This is what they like. This is at least they're getting one meal that they, that they plan. And then later exactly. on down the road, maybe, Later on down the road, maybe try to incorporate them in the actual prep of the meal. You know, mm-hmm. maybe the husband, husband yep. or the wife chops this, um, the kids stir this, you know, just make it more personal, make it, try to make it fun. I know it, you know, talking about <laughs> meal prep, meal prep being fun doesn't sound super exciting like a Sunday fun day, I, but <laughs> I mean, but I, but I enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. And I enjoy it when Melissa has time to come down. And, you know, and help me chop things and we get to talk and we get to like, you know, laugh together and do all yeah. these different things. And, you know, we, we learn about, you know, how the other operates in the kitchen. And it's just, you know, you can, you can make it more of a communal thing, I think, than an individual process, which a lot of people think, uh, might think about it. So yeah, um, totally. t- taking that away, getting say- family involved. I will say one thing, Eric, and this may not be you, but I have shared a similar perspective from other females. Um, I won't say who, uh, but <laughs> regarding sometimes the men not really wanting to help out, like they will, but do they want to? So if you ask, you want to help me chop, they'd say, no, I don't want to. Um, will I, if it makes you happy? Like, yes, I will. Um, so <laughs> From a from my perspective, what I found to be very helpful is to say, I would really appreciate it if you could help me. And literally, I will lay out, you know, the broccoli, the carrots, the chopping board, the garbage right next to him. And he'd say, here's the knife. I need you to chop these two things, these two things, and put it in this bowl. And so being very specific and directed for a directive for some people that may... Um, you know, not always think of the initiative to joining in the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a good point. (laughs) Yeah. And if you know, like you're, let's just stick with the husbands for, for instance, you know, if if you, you have one of those husbands who like is a master griller, then try to incorporate that. Or if you have a wife that you know is just like a killer baker, then try to incorporate that. I mean, you know, or vice versa. I don't want to be, I'm not trying to be sexist. I'm just saying, if you have that significant other that likes to grill a lot, then send them out to the grill, like let them have at it, give them all the meat they want. So yeah, I think there's, I think when it comes down to it, you kind of, you hit it on the head, you have to make it a priority. If it's not your priority, if it's not going to be part of that lifestyle, then, you know, you're not going to make the change more than likely. So, so hopefully some of the steps that you and I laid out here, hopefully it helps somebody. I think 
you know, learning knife skills, very basic, basic chopping techniques, uh, learning how to, to roast some basic vegetables, very simple methods. Start with carrots, start with Brussels sprouts, start with your favorite vegetable, uh, learning how to make a crock pot meal, how to grill or broil a meat and how to diversify your meats and vegetables. Um, and then get familiar with some basic spices and some, um, you know, some other uh, garnishes and things like that. And I, I think, I think you're off to the races. So, uh, Kristen, anything else to add before we before we wrap up? Um, I think that's well. I guess one more thing. Um, if anyone's interested in really easy easy recipes, I do keep a running blog of some really tasty recipes. Uh, it's KristenDeAngelisWellness.com, and you can just go to the blog, and, uh, and there's a lot of good good ideas on there. And I'll link to the simple meals also. So everybody awesome. check that out Thank you. as well. Absolutely. Well, thanks again, Kristen. It's, it's, a, it's been a pleasure and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like to suggest a topic or be a part of the show, get in touch with Eric on any social media platform at Eric Feigl or email fcp at ericfeigl.com. Make sure to check back every Tuesday and Thursday for more fitness candor.